Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 261. Uh, my name is Jason Robertson. I am the owner of Outdoor Legacy, specializing in all kinds of night vision and thermal optic sales. As always, I've got my co-host, Mr. Hanzi's Texas, uh, from the Hanzi's Texas YouTube show. What is going on tonight, Hans? Well, we, you know, it's always fun to do a review uh, and kind of the word that we use way too often is exciting. <laughs> and <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not going to use that. But this is, we, so y'all are probably confused. We put out a, a special feature of best, uh, a special episode yesterday. Uh, and that was on a Wednesday preceding this, but it was a basically a Jason, a, a reveal of a company that everybody I think is familiar with that has jumped into the thermal market. And we are going to be reviewing that optic, optic today. It's the, uh, the site mark Wraith Thermal. Uh, and I think the, the proper uh, model is they call it the, the site mark Wraith Thermal 2 to 16, 35 millimeters. That w if you look on the spec sheet, that's what it says. But we are reviewing that today. We did, we basically introduced it yesterday. Y'all, we've got so much video we're going to show. Ho I think it's going to be more video through this scope than you'll probably see anywhere else. My boss, Jason, had me sitting up in a tree just about every night uh, <laughs> trying to get video of hogs. And I've, I've got hogs. So, you know, I had to go out there and sit in the tree for two hours. I couldn't get down because it spooked him. It was a mess. I, you know, it was about to pee in my pants. There was a lot of things going on. But anything <laughs> to make my co-host and boss happy. You know, That's it's right. review time. That's it's review time of year and just trying to, you know, get those extra bounty po brownie points. That's right. That's right. He's, he's <laughs> trying to take it once off, wants to take off for a vacation. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, this thing is exciting. I'm holding it right here in my hand. We're going to see more of it here in just a little bit. Um, Hans is going to do uh, the, all the specs. I'm going to do mm -hmm. a walk around, show you what's in the box, talk about the unit a little bit, and then we'll do our full field review. We're going to tell you what you can expect from it. We're going to tell you what we like about it, what we don't mm -hmm. like about it, uh, what we would change about it if we could. We're going to tell you who it's good for. Uh, this is going to be a long review. Uh, if you're new to our channel, you may be looking at this and you go, oh my gosh, these guys have been talking five minutes and nothing's happening yet. We're fixing to get to it. It is probably going to be a, you know, a 40, 45 minute review. Uh, if you're looking for something quick, something short uh, that just reads the specs on the box and doesn't tell you anything else, that's not what this show is about. Uh, so if you're looking for the full in-depth uh, review, this is it. Quickly, I want to say, yes, Sightmark. Now, for those of you who probably, you know, a lot of people do know, Sightmark is one of the largest and the leading company in digital night vision optics here in the U.S. And this Sightmark, uh, they are a Texas-based company. Uh, they are, uh, the, the company that owns them is Cellmark. Uh, that is also the U.S. distributor for Pulsar. So it's a great company. We work really closely with them. And we're very thankful to be in on mm -hmm. uh, this announcement, this breaking news yesterday, the reveal, uh, as, as Hans called it. Um, we were, uh, I tell you what, this is one of the few scopes that I can think of that uh, Hans and I actually were able to see in its infancy. And I oh, mean, yeah. like, I mean, like a cobbled together prototype. I, I remember. From draw um, from drawings to early yeah. early prototype to demo. Exactly. To, I mean, yeah, yeah, almost exactly. a year ago. I mean, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Well, you were. It was almost a year ago. It was uh, yeah, within September. a few months. You, yep. you were you were using a very early prototype of right. this thing and uh, out there playing with it. And so we we've it's really been fun to kind of watch this as you know, Sightmark spent a very long time hammering this out, trying to create the optic that, that they wanted uh, to be their, their first little uh, mm -hmm. foray into the thermal world. So again, uh, exciting times. Hans and I uh, and Ashley uh, here at Outdoor Legacy, we've had these units for a, uh, a pretty long time, to be honest. We've been using them. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of hours, all three of us behind them. And so this review, I know sometimes people say, well, wait a minute, it just came out yesterday. You know, you couldn't have really reviewed it. Well, 
thankfully. It's one of the perks of this job is that, that not all the time, but a lot of the times we get some early access to stuff. Long, so we've been using this for a, for a while. And, yeah. and uh, I know some of you guys are like, well, why didn't you tell me about it? Um, we have legal <laughs> binding <laughs> exactly. non-disclosure agreements because uh, we don't want to go to jail and we really like our company. So we yeah. can't say everything we always know. But exactly. anyway, great optic. Hans is going to jump into the specs. After that, again, we'll jump into the walk around and start reviewing this bad boy. So uh, before we go to the specs real quick, I, I know you probably already mentioned it, but I'm going to say if you are interested in buying a night vision or thermal optic or this brand new Sightmark Ray Thermal that we're about to uh, talk about, Jason, you said before the show, you think that these things are either going to be in stock when you, when these uh, listeners hear this the, or close to they, it, right? They, they are, they are in stock. I'm going to say that, that they should be un, unless, uh, Unless FedEx or UPS drops the ball, we're recording this um, a couple days early, and mm -hmm. I have a tracking number that says they will be delivered gotcha. um, b before Thursday. So, I mean, they, they should be. Our warehouse is 30 minutes uh, from Sightmarks. So yep. uh, they are in route as we speak. These should be sitting on the shelf when you're watching this, unless we've sold out. And if we've sold out, uh, give us a call and uh, we can get you a back order in, but we got a, we got a pretty good many of these things coming. Yep. So uh, outdoorlegacygear.com, 877-350-1818. You can call and talk to me, uh, Jason, Ashley. We've all used it in Outfield and tested it. So uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love for you to purchase your next optic through us. So the specs, let's run through this. Uh, we're going to be showing a ton of video uh, way more video than we showed on the previous uh, episode talking about the or introducing the Ray Thermal. But uh, and then afterwards, uh, Jason is going to show, do a quick walk around of the optic. We're going to talk about our likes and dislikes. Man, we dove down in this thing. We we studied on this thing. We we really, I think, came up with a really good list. So, all right, the price. One of the most important things people want to know. Um, this brand new Sightmark Ray Thermal 2 to 16, 35 millimeters, breaking into the market with a price point of $1,999.97. So, right at $2,000. Um, it's a 384 by 288 thermal core resolution. It has an OLED display with a 1024 by 768 resolution on the display. That's display resolution, not to be confused with uh, thermal core resolution. Uh, it has a, uh, a 40 millikelvin NETD thermal sensor. It's a 17 micron. Starts at two power and goes to 16 power. That, I found that interesting because that's um, uh, usually in that price range, you, you're not getting 8x. You're usually only getting 4x, but that's pretty nice. It's a two power to 16 power. Uh, it's got a 1400 yard detection range. Uh, the ID range on it, uh, you know, Jason and I discussed on, and we like to do it talking about small animals like coyotes, obviously bigger animals like hogs or deer might be a little bit further, but I would say comfortably 200 to 250 yards on a coyote, telling the difference between a coyote and a small deer. Uh, you agree with that, Jason? Yeah, I do. I think I think 200 is very safe, very reasonable. I think 225 is is mm -hmm. you know got a little bit of experience. I think you're going to be able to do that. I think 250 on a, mm -hmm. um, a, a coyote versus a deer. Yeah. I think that's going to be your kind of top end. I think you're going to be exactly. pushing it there. I, I wouldn't wouldn't want to say further than that. But yeah, two 200, yeah. 250 somewhere in there is very reasonable. So the field of view at 100 yards, it's a Man, it's a whopping 68 feet. It's a wide field of view uh, at 100 yards, 68 feet. So it's got video and audio recording. A lot of people are going to ask. Uh, this is uh, the video and audio is rec uh, is recorded to an SD card that is removable. Now that that is a, a card that is not provided with the scope. So you just got to run down to Walmart or any other store. You can find them anywhere, but just get you. A, it's a it's a, a mini SD card. And that's what the videos are going to record to. So, um, Barry, I, I really like that feature. Uh, it runs on two CR123 batteries. So those are removable throwaway batteries. Yes, you can use rechargeable CR123 batteries, uh, but you're not going to get as good a runtime uh, as the lithium. So the testing that we did, I'm going to tell you, and we can explain this further, Jason. It was kind of across the board. Um, right. So with a good set of Panasonic lithium batteries, on the bench, continuous runtime, we got almost five hours of runtime. Now, on the spec sheet, you're going to see it. It's going to say three and a half hours of runtime. We also uh, had a, you know, another test going uh, out in the field test, 
and you know we didn't get near that amount of time so what with, i would say with with way different batteries way so, different yeah, so different, what i would different. say is depending on the battery brand the type you know you're going to get anywhere from two to five hours and y'all yeah that's a big swing when you're talking about battery life but try uh, and like we always do try to use good premium lithium batteries a lot of people talk about getting buying batteries on amazon I'm going to tell you, man, I've had some bad luck lately uh, from getting uh, with getting batteries that were not very good or did not last long yep. through Amazon. even even name brands. And, yeah, I don't know what's mm -hmm. going on. I don't know if. They're, I yeah, I. Yeah. I would just say this real quick since I did do that test. Panasonic's I did. I got almost five hours and I, I mean, that's a legit runtime. Again, just a, a bench test sitting there indoors. Uh, but. The reason we're being kind of, you know, weird on this is we run into this, especially with these CR123A batteries, because it's not something we we can't control what batteries you use. So we say, hey, we got this runtime. A guy calls yeah. and goes, man, I got way longer than that. Well, you might have found some amazing battery or I got way less than that. Well, I can't, you know, I don't know what kind of batteries you're using. And we've also found mm -hmm. uh, that Hans is talking about these batteries. I know for a fact I've done so many. I'll just tell you this. I buy CR123A batteries 100 at a time. I supply Hans with them, Ashley with them, uh, myself. Uh, we, my, my kids have done some science fair testing with these batteries. And what I can tell you for a fact is that you can take a box of 12 batteries, a name brand, Energizer or Panasonic or Duracell or whatever, or some cheap brand, and you can actually have one in there that's no good. And you can have one or two that don't last as long. I mean, I have seen it. We have done some some extensive testing uh, on that. So anyway, uh, I was very impressed with the runtime that I got on those good batteries. So I would say Energizer, Panasonic's. I think you're going to be pretty happy with the runtime in, you know, again, normal temperatures. Uh, it is spring in Texas. So obviously we weren't out there running these things in, you know, negative temperatures. Right, exactly. So um, again, battery setup two CR123 batteries, the operating temperature, it's a minus four degrees Celsius uh, to 122 Celsius? degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit. Yeah. It's always get that wrong. Cause they put it in there as Celsius. No, that's Fahrenheit minus four degrees Fahrenheit to 122 it, degrees. So Fahrenheit. the negative four is Fahrenheit though. It is Fahrenheit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, five color palettes, 10 reticles, uh, and you got nine different color options with the reticles, uh, five different we uh, weapon profiles, uh, it weighs 21 ounces. That's with the mount and with batteries in it. So 21 ounces weight. Uh, and it does come with a Sightmark three-year warranty. I don't think I forgot anything else. What do you think? I don't think you did. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking down here. No, I don't think so. So I'm going to do the quick walk around. I'm going to show you what's in the box. Uh, let's get this ball rolling. All right. Here is the box. I assume this is what they're going to come in. This is what ours came in. Uh, I don't know. I was told there might be some some changes with the box. This is going to be the quickest what's in the box because it's very <laughs> easy. It's very simple. There are two CR123A batteries that come in the box. I'm not going to show those. Um, then we've got a uh, simple little uh, warranty registration card if you want to register it. Uh, you've also got a little lens cleaner and you have got a, a USB battery connector. You can run this scope off of uh, an external USB battery pack. One thing that a lot of people don't know when they first see this is this is a magnetic connector. So I don't know if y'all can see, I'm going to try to show this. Uh, that's where the little USB-C, it plugs into the scope and it is magnetic. That is very cool. We really suggest uh, using these uh, if you're running an external battery pack. That way, you know, if you snag this on something, it just, you know, this just comes right off. And anyway, so that is included with it. Um, all right. And I'm going to show, there's one more thing. I'm going to show the unit. All right. Let me get this box off the desk. Okay. So uh, this is the unit itself as I am holding it. It has on the rubber eye cup. It does not come standard this way, but this rubber eye cup is in the box. Mm -hmm. The way that it comes is it has these little plastic screw-on uh, lens caps on both the front and the back. 
we will talk a little bit more about these in a little bit. And uh, I will talk about what I like and what I don't like. But I'm going to just take this off and I'm going to put this rubber eye cup back on there. So you can see how quick and easy that was. All right. Looking at the unit from the top, um, what you will see right here, uh, obviously this is the eyepiece. Uh, this is the diopter focus. That is your eyepiece focus. So you focus the screen to your eye because you're you're looking at that screen in there and, you know, what, what may be focused for you may not be for me because, you know, one of us may wear glasses or need to wear glasses. Uh, and then right up here on the top, I love this. This is going to be your controls. Uh, very simple. Up, down, left, right, center, select. This is one of the easiest type controls I believe there is, just like a TV remote control. Very intuitive. We're all very familiar with that. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit more the simplicity of this unit, but I think that's where it starts in the controls. Um, you can't see it well right here. I'm going to push this button here. I'll move to this side. This is going to be where the batteries go in okay so you're going to put that and again there's you can't see it well in this video i know but there's just a little button right there that releases that um looking from this thing is so black i don't know if y'all can see this well on here but right here on the front this is a pretty cool little thing that sightmark is is adding on there and that is a throw lever so this way if you want to make fine adjustments to your your focus you can just reach your finger up there. And I mean, it's really easy. It gives you leverage. So you can make little, again, fine adjustments. I do want to point out that when you get this, what you need to do when you go to mount it, you need to just check and see uh, if you focus it, that this lever's in the right spot. Uh, we did have one of our uh, early units that this focus, uh, you know, this throw lever was in the wrong spot. So what that meant was it was actually focus gosh you cannot see this it's so black it, it was focused down here on the bottom well then when you went to go mount it on your rifle that throw lever was hitting the rail so if that happens this is not super easy but you need to pry this thing off you know forward and then move it up to the top that's it just something to be aware of we only had it on one unit Again, this is so it is obviously a focusable, you know, unit. Then right here, that is the the front lens cap that is flip open, as mentioned. Um, all right, this side right over here. No, you're not going to see well, but there's some rubber covers right here. This you just pull this open, and that lets you get into your USB uh, power port right there. And then you've got a larger port, and I'm gonna little cover open that up. And you can, gosh, it's hard to see. Now you can see right there, that is your micro SD card. These things are tiny. Micro SD card. Guys always want to know what brand do I use? What? It doesn't matter. I mean, there, there's several name brands of these. Um, SanDisk and Kingston and I don't know. You just, it doesn't matter. Whatever name brand. Uh, I know you're probably also going to ask what size SD card it can use. What's the maximum? I do not have an answer to that uh, because our units did not come with any manuals. So we have to figure everything out the hard way. And uh, so the units that, again, that, that we received early on didn't have manuals. So I don't know how big, but I can tell you what this one is. Let's just look and see. This is a... Oh gosh, that's only a 64. I know it'll use bigger than that. I know you can use, I think it's a, a 256 but uh, gig, but I, I don't know. I don't want to go from, say for sure. Uh, All right. Yeah, I, I, I just put, don't know. I usually put 32, but I guess you can go to 64, but. Oh, you can use, uh, I've got a, I got a uh, 128 gig in my Wraith Mini, so I'm sure it'll take at least yeah. that. Um, I, you don't need one that big. I mean, that's just whatever, yeah. uh, in case you want one that big. All right, so here, let's keep moving along. I want to show you this. This is the mount. Um, this is not the stock mount. I'm going to have, Hans, do you have yours where you can show the stock mount? I sure do. Right show it real quick. I need to drink it. So, yeah, it's basically just a thumb screw. Uh, you're just going to tighten that down on on your rail it's it's one thumb screw very i mean a very basic mount small in size fits on a picatinny rail so uh, yep. just a thumb screw okay. mount 
So that mount is not quick detach. It is not returned to zero. So you mount that, you just need to plan on that's where it's going to be. If you want to take it off, it comes off very quickly, but it does not return to zero. If you put it back on, I would expect that you're going to need to go re-zero. Uh, so just so you know that. Now, if you're looking for a high-end quick detach mount, return to zero, American-made, lifetime warranty, as always, our friends at American Defense are here to save the day. They do have this little bitty small locking lever QD mount. Uh, this is a very nice mount. Again, you can see it right here. We've got those in stock. They're about $95. Uh, they mm -hmm. are at OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can just search for Wraith Mini mount mm -hmm. because it works also for the Wraith Mini uh, right. digital night vision optics, but it works for this unit as well. So if you're looking for a QD mount, we've got them. Wraith Mini yep. mount. There it is from American Defense, 95 bucks. Love them. All right, real quick, I'm going to show something else, and then we're going to get into more of the, the details of the review. But if you want to mount this on a bolt-action rifle, I don't care if you're using the stock mount or this little uh, American Defense mount, this is probably not going to work because it's going to sit way up here, and you got a fixed stock rifle, and you're going to be too far away from it. Um, so this mount right here is from Sightmark. It's called the Sightmark Wraith bolt action mount it's about 60 bucks and it will work with this unit basically you'll take off the stock mount and you will mount it back here and as you can i'm kind of hold this up so you can see it's got multiple holes in it so you can move it where you want it to get it further back for the proper eye relief um, these this is not quick detached these right here it's got set screws this will slide over a picatinny rail a weaver rail or if you've got, you know, two different, uh, you know, separate connectors there on your bolt action rifle, as long as they're Weaver or Picatinny, it will slide over it and you could mount it on a bolt action. Um, I will say that, you know, again, while it can be done and guys are going to do it, I do think that ideally this is going to do way better on something with a collapsible stock. I mean, th this is a workaround. Mm -hmm. Guys do it, uh, but, you know, preferably... I would go to an AR style rifle or something again with a collapsible stock. I don't want to drag this out. I'm going to show this real quick. I was debating whether to even hold it up or not because uh, we're running out of time. This is a Sightmark um, quick detach Picatinny rail adapter external battery pack. You can see it's very small, it's very lightweight. Uh, we sell these, they are 100 bucks, $99. And we've had these for a good while. This is something that will work not just with Sightmark. It works with any scope that will use a USB external battery pack. It's got a little power button here. You can see it's got some little LEDs that light up. On the back of this, it, it does have a, uh, a Picatinny rail adapter. So you can lock this in. You kind of got to peel it off when you want to get it off. This is spring-loaded. There's not a lever or anything, mm -hmm. but this is really nice if you're looking for an external battery pack that, again, small, lightweight, you want to run on the side of your AR uh, or underneath or wherever you want it uh, mm -hmm. for external power, you can use this. Again, it works with any thermal or night vision optic, but a lot of guys I know are going to be asking because CR123As, uh, especially in cold weather, uh, they're more expensive and a lot of guys, yep. you know, want external power. You can use this. It also comes with, and I don't know where it is now, but it also comes with that same little magnetic, uh, you know, USB cable, uh, which again, you'll already have one with this. So you can plug that right into the side. hundred bucks. If you want one of those, we do have them on the website. We've been selling them uh, for a long time and, and really like those. Hans, yeah, that's a bunch of talking. That's a it bunch is. of walking around. Um, let's start talking about the scope and kind of what uh -huh. we think about it. So uh, I would say, you know, we're going to get into who it's going to be good for, and we're going to wrap all this up in a nice bow. This brand new sco thermal scope from a very trusted night, very trusted and successful uh, night vision dealer. This was done, I don't want to say with complete secrecy, but it was. I mean, there's not that many people knew about this. Thankfully, uh, like Jason said, we were kind of um, – they brought us in on the beginning to do some testing and, and to get a chance to look at it when they were thinking about doing it. 
but they went specifically for this uh, entry le- entry level budget market, and, and I think rightfully and and very smart of them to do so. There's this is a, obviously a big part of the the market. The, a lot of sales are happening in that uh, the low budget market. But I want to talk about what makes this a good buy, and we can do that. We, let's talk about Jason. What we always do, and, and run through the dislikes first, real quick, and I'll start, yeah. and then we can go to the likes, and we'll talk about who it's good for. But sure, um, I would say with testing, and we've like you said, we've had this thing for a long time, and and we've tested, we've had it on the field, we've been using them, hunting with them, you know, getting tons of video. Um, I would say the what one of the first things right off the bat is the mount that it comes with it comes with is not a bad mount but it's a basic mount um if you know the the good thing about having such a small optic like this is the convenience of being able to you know pop it on and off and use it as a monocular if you want to or switch it around uh to different rifles you're going to want a um a quick release mount the american defense quick release mount is going to be the best um, but you're going to want to switch over to something other than this basic mount. Now, if you're just going to put it on one rifle and leave it there and hardly ever take it off, then then it's fine. It works fine and it holds zero. Uh, but being able to switch it from back and forth and, and take it off is, is really a big advantage. Um, I'm going to say one of the biggest negatives, Jason, that you and I both noticed, uh, the video, video quality that that you see that you just saw uh, and what you see on the recordings of the video um, is not as good as the actual video that you see through the scope. Now, typically that is true with all thermal scopes, but this one seems to be a little bit um, not, not as good, you know? Yeah. And I would say the way you can improve that is, is is that if you'll even look at the site mark logo, Mm -hmm. it's in the lower part of the screen, even it's a little grainy. You know, right. it's a little, right. little, I don't know what the word is there. So, uh, again, it's just not as clear and sharp as it is. It mm-hmm. is when you're looking at it through here, it looks really nice. When you look at those videos, it does look kind of grainy. I think Hans is dead on. That's something that, uh, you know, we're just not seeing the video output that is quite I, as good as, yeah. as through the scope. I remember calling you and I'm like, man, I got some great video out of a coyote at 125 yards. It's going to look great. It's going to look great. And I remember pulling it off the scope and looking at it. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> that is not a good representation of what I mm-hmm. saw through the scope. So again, yeah. that's very normal with a lot of thermal. I mean, that's the way it's always going to be with thermal scopes, but this one seems to be, um, you know, a little bit worse uh, as far yeah. as the video quality versus the actual picture through the unit quality okay so i'm gonna jump and i don't have i don't have hardly anything else here to say but i do have a couple things all right so as i mentioned this is how it comes uh this is the rear eye piece with this flip up lens cap and i'm gonna tell you something this is my fault this is nobody else's fault but when i'm done with a a scope this is the way that i am what's the first thing you do you close the lens caps okay and i do this every single time and then what do i do i go oh it's still on. I got to turn it off. But to know that it's off, I got to open this back up. And it just yeah. annoys me. It just literally annoys me. It's not, I mean, it's just, don't close the lens cap, Jason, but or, or the eyepiece cap. But I mean, that's just, there's a lens yeah. cap, it's open, I close it. So I find myself doing that all the time. So, uh, and this is fine. If you're in a dusty environment, whatever, or you don't want, if you don't want a rubber eye cup, uh, this is the way to use it. All right, it's the mm-hmm. way it comes. I really like this rubber eye cup. Um, some people are going to, when I'm about to say this, they're going to go, oh my goodness. I actually think it looks kind of, I think it looks better with the eye. It looks more like a, a, mm-hmm. a thermal optic. I like it. I like the feel uh, of getting this in here and getting the other uh, a light out of the way. But here's what, this is a negative. I'm going to tell you this. If you use this eye cup, you mm-hmm. will lose this eye cup. Unless you come in here and you put like a piece of black electrical tape here, or maybe you run a zip tie uh, thin black zip tie really tight around there because it is too easy to come off and too easy to come on. Look, all mm. these eye cups, I don't care what brand of scope, people are always like, hey, I lost my eye cup. I lost my, can y'all get me an eye cup? I lost, we can't. You normally got to go to the manufacturer to get those. Uh, and, and they're normally affordable and, you know, no big deal. But I can just tell you, a lot of times I found myself grabbing this mm. and, and it's because this eye cup is pretty long. 
I would find myself grab it up here and then this thing would just come off. So if you get out in the field, I'm just warning you, if you want to run the eye cup, you need to, to zip tie it or just put a thin piece of electrical tape to kind of help hold it on there. Uh, being minor detail, uh, what we always say though, we're here to nitpick these scopes and figure you know, out what, what we like and don't like. So I'm torn on the eye cup because I do like the rubber eye cup, but I do like the fact that the hard plastic cover, you know, protects it and keeps it the does. dust out. So I'm torn. I, 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 I like both, uh, but you're right about the rubber eye cup falling off. Um, as far as the other, um, there's not really any other negatives, but some, some things that, you know, we, I, I put on here, it's mostly going to be ideal for people shooting AR style rifles. I don't think that's a negative. I just think that's a piece of information, but other than that, I, we really couldn't find any uh, negatives. Uh, we no. did test. Yeah. We did testing up against other optics in the similar price ranges and it really, uh, well, it let's get to the likes. <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. That, so we're, we're I'm going to, I'm going to start my likes with some things that are going to be negatives to some people. And they're going to be jump up on the roof, wave the flag of victory positives to other people. Okay. So these are, maybe these are the, the, I don't know what the difference, you know, like and dislike, maybe it's, it's in the middle. Okay. <laughs> Number one, it does not have uh, Wi-Fi, So there's no streaming to a smartphone app. Some guys right now go, oh, forget it. I'm not interested. There is a huge amount of guys right now that go, yes, one less thing to worry about. Uh, there are so many guys that call us that say, I want a thermal scope, but I want one simple. And I don't want all those bells and whistles. I don't want all that stuff in there. I just want to go shoot stuff. I'm no YouTube star. I ain't getting on Facebook. We hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. So number one, Again, and I always tell those guys, well, you don't don't use Wi-Fi if you don't want it, but here you go. It's not in the scope. So again, take it or leave it. Some guys it's a negative, some guys it's a positive. The other thing, I don't think this is I don't think this is a negative to, to anybody, to be honest, but I think it's gonna be a positive to a lot of guys. As I showed you, there's an SD card required mm -hmm. to record video. Um, I think the positive of that is it's very easy. You don't have to plug your scope into your computer. You pull that little SD card out. You got the little normal size SD card adapter and you stick that into your laptop or your desktop and you pull the videos mm -hmm. off. Super simple. Everybody's already doing that with, you know, trail cameras and that sort of thing anyway. So that's, that's super easy. I like that. But for the same guy who says, I don't want video recording. I don't even want it in there. Guess what? If you press the record button and there's no SD card in there, it does nothing. Yeah. Nothing happens. It doesn't give you a warning. It doesn't tell you, you know, put a big X on the screen. It does nothing. It just doesn't record. So again, that those are, you know, again, the, the SD card, I don't think mm -hmm. that's a negative to anybody. No, I think no, it's a positive to the, to the guys that don't want it. Same thing with the Wi-Fi. There is one more thing this unit doesn't have, I would say, I guess is a dislike. It does not have picture in picture. So that's mm -hmm. something I know people are going to ask. There is no picture-in-picture -picture mode in here. Right. Um, on to some more of my likes. So SD card Wi-Fi. Uh, I think this unit is extremely easy to use. We're going to get into, I think, uh, Hans and I are both kind of trying to jump the gun on who it's good for. We'll talk about that. Uh, but easy to use mm -hmm. uh, while still having tons of features in it. Uh, the, the Wraith menu system is very easy on these mm -hmm. Wraith uh, minis, the Wraith HDs. Again, if you already own a Sightmark Wraith digital night vision optic uh, in a uh, mini or in an HD, it is the same basic menu that you're used to. Very simple. The 4K Max has got a different menu. It's a little more complicated. This very, very easy to get into. And then uh, the last thing, I mean, Hansa, you probably got a couple more things, but mm -hmm. I want to mention is it's got, it's got several color palettes and black hot, mm -hmm. white hot. That's mm -hmm. what we're going to use 99% of the time. One of those two. Most people are black hot or white hot guys. And you got all these weird rainbow and all these yeah. weird effects that, I don't know, looks kind of cool on YouTube, but you're not really going to use it. But this unit has something that I cannot think of any other thermal on the market today that has this, and it's got a green color palette. Mm -hmm. It is, it's just like the old, um, oh, what was it? The old Pulsar Core RXQs. They yeah, had this green, green 
yeah, green. Yeah. This has got a green color palette. Mm -hmm. And while it's not my favorite, I actually really like it. I mean, I'm still mm -hmm. a white hot guy, but I found myself using this green color palette. It's soft. It's easy on the eyes. It's just different, but it's still very usable. When you get to mm -hmm. these others like red hot and rainbow and all this, sometimes it's just too busy and there's yeah. too much going on. This is just a different tint. And I actually like it. it. It's it's actually grown on me the more that I've used it. So I think that's something there's going to be some guys, especially guys that may be a little more sensitive to that brightness mm -hmm. uh, of the white or the black. They may go with the green because it's a little easier on the eye. So just something yeah. to, to play with. Absolutely. Hans, what else you got? Yeah, I'm probably going to be a little bit redundant, but I'll go over it quick. Absolutely, 100% one of the easiest scopes to operate on the market with a thermal you guys out there there's a lot of you they just want a basic scope turn it on and shoot this is it um i think that the the video and audio situation to a mini sd card is like you said you're some people are gonna see it as a negative some people will see it as a positive i think it's 100 percent um a positive thing because it is uh there's a lot of people out there that call that do not even care about video recording and it's hard to find an optic that doesn't have some type of video recording. This one, you don't put an SD card in it. You don't have a scope that video that records video. Yeah, so that, that is it. You don't have to worry about it. No Wi-Fi. I mean, yeah, there's going to be some people that see that as a negative, um, you know, because they like to share the screen with, you know, with their, their kids or whatever. But also you eliminate some complications or, or some confusion when you uh, don't have that in there, you know, for people that just want a basic scope that don't want to have to worry about all these different functions that it does. Um, basic battery setup and system. There's a lot of folks out there uh, in the preparedness realm, uh, in in home protection that want something that they don't want rechargeable batteries. They don't want proprietary batteries. They want batteries that are easy to find. And, uh, you know, CR123 batteries are definitely that so being able to just have that you know change them in and out whenever you need to is going to be ideal for a lot of people um, i do like the focus adjustment assist this little knob up here on top i'm not going to call that what i called last week you know when, <laughs> when it had something similar uh i got I, a lot of people i'm just gonna stay that. quiet just keep yeah. going <laughs> uh I do like the two hard plastic lens covers. I think it has generous magnification for, and when I say generous magnification, I mean um, the fact that it starts at two power and goes to 16 power with the eight times digital zoom. I think that's very generous for a price, for a scope in this price range, in the $2,000 price range. I have to move my head so I can see my nose. Uh, great picture image, and it does come with a three-year warranty. Um, so I think that's great. You know, you go by, Jason, you and I, we go to Lowe's or Home Depot all the time. And, you know, you go buy an appliance or something and it comes with a one year warranty, you know, and they're like, well, if you want to buy an ex external warranty, an external extended warranty, it's going to cost so much more. And, you know, this three year warranty, uh, it's not the longest in the market, but it's it is good and it's good for what uh, what Sightmark provides. It's the same uh, across the board with all the other, other optics. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so it's the standard. Yeah. So I got a couple more quick things, and then we're going to go into the, the kind of who this is good for, and I'll transition into that. Um, I do like that little throw lever that's on there. I think that's kind of just a tiny little cool bonus. Um, I think that the size, again, very small, very compact. Um, Hans already alluded to this earlier. If you want something that you can pop off, hold in your hand, take deer hunting, you know, walk in and out of the stand, checking cows, all those things, this is a great, great unit for that. I mean, it is it is essentially no bigger uh, than a full-size thermal handheld. So I really like the dual purpose of that. Again, you are going to want to get that American Defense quick detach mount to do that. And then I think the last thing I would say is the magnification. Uh, I do like that it's a higher magnification than some of the other optics that are in this price range. I will tell you that uh, putting it next to a couple other optics... Uh, this unit is supposed to be a 2X. I felt like it was a little less than a two power, um, but, you know, maybe an in-between. Uh, so this is close to that, but I do like it is a little more magnification than you're going to get with some of the other optics in the same price range. So moving into uh, who's it good for? All right, mm -hmm. guys, I I'm going to make this simple. Number one, I think we can make this very broad. 
and I can say, man, this is good for anybody that's looking for a $2,000 scope. You already heard all the specs. You heard us run through it. So you kind of know if this, you know, has the features and the functions and the things that you want. I think that uh, I'm going to let Hans kind of talk about, you know, hog and coyote hunters, that sort of thing. But I, I think who this is really, really, really fantastic for is two sets of people. And sometimes it's the, kind of the same people, but number one, if you already own a sight mark wraith and you like it and you want to get into the thermal, the thermal, the, the thermal world, if you want to get into that and you've been in the digital night vision world and you know, you, you've got the crack cocaine of night hunting, which is digital night vision optics. That's how you get into it. You know, for, five, six, seven, $800, you go out there, you start having fun and you go, oh my gosh, I'm addicted. Now I want thermal. I think that's a logical step. You're mm. already familiar with the Sightmark brand. You're already familiar with the menu system. It's the same menu system. And there's a few little um, added things in there, but it's, it's the same guys. It's super yeah. easy. Uh, I think this is that comfortable step for a guy to move into thermal. It's also the right price range. It's as, you know, it's as cheap as you're going to get quality 384 resolution thermal. Also, maybe you're a guy that doesn't even have digital night vision, but you're thinking you want to get into thermal, uh, but you fit that, uh, that bill that, that Hans and I have already been alluding to of, I want small, I want, I want lightweight mm -hmm. and I want simple. I don't want all this crazy stuff in it. But at the same time, I don't want to build this as a scope with no features. It has video and audio recording. That's something mm -hmm. that a lot of other optics in this price range don't have. But again, if you don't want that, don't put the SD card in it. You don't have it. And it's just like it doesn't exist. You don't have to worry about Wi-Fi. You don't have to worry about super complicated menus. And mm -hmm. it's not. Again, a whole bunch of buttons. You don't have it. This is so easy. Uh, I think if you're a guy that's worried about wearing gloves, um, you know, or, or let's talk about this too, ambidextrous, left-handed, there's no problem here. Mm -hmm. Even with gloves, you're going to find this raised middle button. And once you find that, it's, again, I always go back to, it's a TV remote control. We're all familiar with that. Up, down, left, right. Very, very easy to use mm -hmm. If that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for the very best possible image quality, you can get in the most advanced thermal optic, you know, uh, add about $5,000 to this thing and we'll get you one, you know, but that's not what this is supposed to be. Right. It is supposed to be a great optic for guys that again, aren't looking to spend five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars Yep. So from a hunting perspective, I would say, who this would be good for. It is a two to 16 power, but uh, it's got a very, very wide field of view. If you're hunting in the woods, uh, in an area where there's tight uh, cover, you know, you're trying to see through uh, brushes or brush or, or trees or whatever, I think it's going to be really good. This is going to be for somebody who their vast majority of their shooting is going to be under a hundred yards. I would say, I think if you're, um, it, that doesn't mean you can't make a 150 or 200 yard shot with it. You absolutely can. But this right. is not something that you would want to go out and if you're a, a predator hunter in, you know, North Dakota, this is not the right magnification level for that. You would need to look somewhere else. But if you're, you're going to spend more money. I mean, let me say that you're, yeah, yeah you're, you're going to, you're, you're going to spend 25% sure. more minimum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say, you know, vast majority of your shooting under hundred yards, whether that's hog, coyote, coon, varmint, whatever it may be, um, absolutely can handle that. The, the, you know, the two to 16 power adjacent, like Jason said, seemed a little bit lower than two, uh, maybe compared to some mm -hmm. others, but, um, this is going to be uh, really, really good for anybody in that hundred yard and under, you know, majority <laughs> shooting. Yeah. And I want to say something here, cause this is one of those things where I think that people hear this from Hans and I, and they get confused because I know uh, we talked to him on the phone. What we're trying to do is we're trying to explain 
what it's really good for, where it's super strong point is. I have guys all the time that go, well, y'all said if I was going to shoot over 100 or 125 yards, don't buy it. No, we did not say <laughs> that. We're, we're saying you can shoot to 225 yards with this. But if you're always, I mean, Hans used that. We always pick on our, our North Dakota buddies because they're up there and, you know, can see forever uh, like in a lot moon. of that state. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and down here in East Texas where we're at, you know, if, if we can see six, 700 yards, it's a long ways because mm. of all the trees. But with that said, it's not that you can't shoot 150 or 200 yards. If you have some of those shots, absolutely still yeah. buy this. But if all of your shots are out there at 150 and 200 yards, no, you, you need to, unfortunately, you're going to have to up your budget. You're going right. to have to get into that $2,500 to $3,000 price range to effectively uh, and, and, you know, really do good, enjoy shooting 150, 200 yards. The, is it possible? Yes. It's yeah. just not something you want to do on every shot. The, the yardage question trips people up quite a bit. Cause when people call in, the first thing we want to know is what, how far is your average shot? Well, a lot of times, Jason, when I ask people, Hey, how far is your average shot? The answer that I get back is, well, you know, I, I shoot coyotes out to about 300 yards. And so yes, but how far is your average, you know, if you're average, average shot, you're, you know, are you, you know, shooting two coyotes out of 10 out at to 300 or are you shooting, you know, 75% at 150 and under? So yeah, the Correct. average distance under hundred yards for this optic, absolutely. You can shoot further than that. No problem uh, to a certain point, but Average shooting, that's what's going to be most comfortable because we've said it before and we'll say it again. You want to buy an optic that you rarely ever have to increase the magnification to take a good effective shot because you're losing resolution and picture quality. You want to find something that you can just uh, take good clear shots right on that base magnification. And for that doing that, uh, if, you if you're trying to take a 200-yard shot, you're not going to want to do it on the two-power base of this scope like any yeah. other two-power scope. Not no. It wouldn't be any All different, right. but... Uh, 150, 100 yards and under, you can shoot on two power on the scope. No problem at all. Okay. So I'm going to put a wrap on it. I'm going to just repeat what we've said over and over. Number one, super excited to see Sightmark in this game. Number one reason is because we know them. We trust them. Um, I've been, uh, this is my 10th year doing this full time. And uh, Sightmark was was one of the first companies that I ever dealt with. I mean, the Sightmark uh, original Photon, not the RT, not the XT, the original Photon before all of that uh, is what got me into this. So I have been, uh, I mean, working side by side, hand in hand with the Sightmark guys, uh, again, for that long. Know them, trust them. They're here in Texas. They're good guys, good company. Uh, we really, really like them. So that, that's number one. It's a good, good place to start. Um, number two, here's the thing. We already know the Wraith 4K Mini Digital Night Vision Optics. This is in the exact same housing. We didn't say that. We've been kind of assuming people know that. It's in the exact same housing. So what you don't have to worry about is, you know, hey, I wonder if they've got all the kinks worked out with their, you know, battery cover lid. Well, yeah, because that, you know what I mean? That This unit has been on here. The only thing new is they've replaced the guts. So right. that is something that, that, again, it's, it's again, I know it's a new thermal for them, but I mean, I'm saying the unit overall is a known unit. We like that. The price point is great. I think the two power base mag is a really good place to start for kind of a, again, an all around type optic mm -hmm. in this price range. Fantastic for coyote hunters. Fantastic. I'm sorry, coyote hunters. I'm going to say hog hunters, hog hunters. Fantastic for guys that are uh, looking for home protection, wide field of view, a farm protection. Maybe you're trying to keep the, the coyotes or the fox uh, getting out of the, the chicken coop uh, or the hog pen or whatever great for that. Mm -hmm. Good for the guy that wants something small enough, lightweight enough, he can take it off, use it in his hand as a monocular, whether that's checking cows, deer hunting, walking around, what's the dog barking at, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Hans mentioned coyote hunters, yes, predator hunters to an extent, as long as you kind of know what that top end is and you're not always shooting 200 yards, mm -hmm. definitely works for that as well. Again, the fully removable 
uh, batteries. Uh, we like that. There's no internal battery. If you're worried about long-term, uh, what's going to go wrong with it, that's not something you've got to worry about is an internal battery that's, mm. that's going to die or break on you. Image quality. Uh, this unit absolutely for $19.99 uh, delivers the image quality that is comparable to everything else out there on the market. So that's what we like to see. It absolutely holds its own and uh, has definitely some, as we've mentioned here, some some positive things mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that, that I think kind of sets it apart from some of the competition. Yep. Uh, again, I think if you're going to take it off and on your rifle, you're going to want to get that American Defense uh, Wraith Quick Detach Mount. If you're going to try to mount this on a bolt-action rifle, you absolutely, and I say bolt-action, anything with a fixed stock, mm -hmm. you're absolutely going to want to get one of these long mounts. Again, they're not quick-detach. If you take this off, you will have to re-zero, uh, but this is the Wraith, uh, it's called the Wraith Mini, no, it's actually just called the Wraith Bolt-Action Mount, okay? Mm -hmm. the, the, the American Defense Mount is called the Wraith Mini Mount, from American right. Defense, okay? There's another American Defense mount that's not for the Mini, that you've got to get the Wraith Mini, or you'll mm -hmm. have the wrong one. That is my wrap yeah. in a nutshell. Got them in stock. We yeah. would absolutely love to have your business. Again, Hans, Ashley, myself, we've all been extensively using these for a long time, and you know, you may uh, may have questions. You may go, I think I want thermal, but I don't even know what does it do. And you know, maybe you say, well, what happens if I spend three thousand dollars? This has been really cool, and this sounds awesome. But what happens if I spend twenty five hundred or three or thirty five? Do I get more for that? What can I do with that? We're glad to explain all that. We use in the field every single thermal optic that we sell night vision mm -hmm. as well. We use them. So yep. we're very willing and able to explain them all to you. And, uh, you know, in return, all we ask is that when you're ready to buy that scope, you buy it from us. Cause we would absolutely love to have your business. And we would love to show you, uh, the customer service that we offer. So congratulations to site Mark breaking into the thermal market with the site Mark Wraith, uh, two to 16, 35 millimeter, Again, like Jason said, if you want to find it, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can call us, 877-350-1818. Thank you. This has been a busy week. Two shows this week. I don't know if that's a good thing for y'all or, or a bad thing. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you got two of them, whether you like it or not. We've got more, gosh, more reviews, more scopes coming in. All the stuff from SHOT Show is just starting to pour, pour in. We're testing it all. We're trying to get as much done as we can. You can find all of our past episodes on thelatenightvisionshow.com, uh, on our YouTube channel, The Late Night Vision Show, and on the socials at the same name. You can find Jason uh, over on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, on YouTube at Outdoor Legacy. You can find Ashley Rowe uh, on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, Rowe E-T-X, that's R-O-W-E-E-T-X, uh, and on YouTube. And you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube, Hans ETX. That's H-A-N-S-E-T-X. I don't think I left anything out, but if I did, we'll catch it next week. All right, guys. <laughs> we appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we'll be back here next week uh, with uh, probably some more reviews. Uh, yeah. We've got we've got several yeah. several reviews uh, pending on some stuff. I think Hans has forgot about some stuff that we've got oh, to review. Sure. So sure. Uh, we we got a lot going this summer, uh, but our spring and summer we're excited about it. Uh, we will have other topic shows and things we're going to be discussing. So y'all stick around between now and then. Y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes. Mm -hmm.